What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of All Things Super. I'm one of your hosts, Spider, and I am joined by Mr. VIP, Frankie Washington. How are you doing today, sir? I am infinitely awesome. I was trying to do my early Will Smith. You know how he used to mouth the words everybody to his, <laughs> his part came? Because he was reading everybody's lines. Yeah, well, you know, he's a award-winning actor now that slapped the shit out of people. <laughs> I am infinitely awesome as always, sir. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing wonderful. I'm happy to be here. Happy to do this episode. Love this because show. if you know, because you, you clicked on episodes, so you know exactly what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking what, about Rick and Morty season six. That's what I'm six. saying. Like, we shouldn't even have to do the intro because they know what they clicked on. So it's like, click, bam, we into it. But, you know, for those who don't know, for those who don't know, this is All Things Super, where every week we take a piece of super-powered movie, TV, even trailers, we watch them, we react to them, we break it down, we review them, and we answer the question, is it super? It, if you like that, go ahead and subscribe to the channel. Oh, I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, is it? <laughs> yeah, just is it? Uh, is it? Is it? Is it? Oh, okay. <laughs> But if you like that, subscribe to the channel. Hit the bell so you'll be notified when we have new episodes Ding. that come out. If you want the audio version of the podcast, just search for All Things Super on any of the major podcast streaming platforms. And if you want to join in on the conversation, just tweet at us at ATSuperPod. And we love reading the comments. That's right. Oh, it's a love today. Uh, I always loved it, but I don't think that it came across as love when I say like, so I need to use the appropriate <laughs> word. We love, love reading the comments. Love and thunder you know, reading the comments. just throw that L word around. Well, yes, I will. Today I will. <laughs> love it. Love reading them comments. Leave them. I'll read them. They even respond to some of them. But did we love rick and morty season six. Oh my god that's what we're gonna find out today you know now let's just go ahead and get into it spider because the simple uh question is is super and we already know we are huge well at least you know i'll say me i'm a huge rick and morty fan in season mm -hmm. one to season six, can't wait to season seven. The question more so is kind of like for the fandom, did season six fall off? Did season six fall off is in the whole Petreon of, you know, Rick and Morty? Uh, or is it just one of the weaker seasons? We kind of started out the season... The portal gun was broken. We pick up with the, mm -hmm. the Rick and Morty at the Citadel. This is after Evil Morty, or who shall be deemed Evil Morty, had left the Central Finite Curve to go to a world where Rick was not the smartest man in the universe. And he's Rick and Morty are stranded, rescued by Space Beth. We get more Space Beth, brought home. Mm -hmm. They have to reintroduce food into their system where Rick's <laughs> kind of, you know, he's looking out for Morty. And, you know, you right. don't want to put your body into shock by introducing solid foods. Then uh, brings out Digestivot to, <laughs> to digest the food to create a nice little nurturing nutrient mm. paste. 
just Tomori paste. To eat, which, <laughs> if you watch his facial expressions, it is not tasty. While Rick just risk it and actually eats the sandwich eats whole sandwich. and tastes all of the greatness <laughs> in the. <laughs> Even give digestion about some of those tomatoes. Even digestion about was like yum, <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, that's crazy!" But portal uh, teleportation is now down. Rick has to reset portal travel, and incidentally, but he's grounded at this point. Incidentally, resets portal travelers. Whoa. Love to see this type of stuff because we don't know the whole dynamics or even think about how would that work. But again, mm-hmm. it's one of those things like we say, you kind of enjoy it for its intelligence, but at the same time, turn your brain off and just go for the ride. They're now thrown back. Jerry's going back to his universe, and we're like, wait a minute, when did Jerry get switched? And we talked about the Jerry J- J- Lee when when Jerry and Rick and Morty went there and Morty lost a ticket, had a blips and mm-hmm. t- chips ticket. So he, that was a nice <laughs> callback. Um, and Rick goes back to his original timeline where he, we get more backstory because fandom wants to know what's going on with Rick. And even though it was a huge mystery, which was alluring, you can only have it to be a mystery for so long before fans start to get angry and say, we want to know what's going on. But the story that Rick used to get out of the the Federation was that, you know, his daughter died and his wife was blown up by this mysterious Rick, which comes back into play. And we learned in this episode, we, this is now Rick Prime. Rick right. Prime is the Rick, the original Rick, and again, we had a lot of circulation if the Rick that we follow was the original Rick or a variation of Rick's, because we've seen throughout this Rick multiverse and portal hop, and there's lots of Rick's. There's all kind of versions of Rick's, and Morty's too. Right. But we know the Morty's hang with the Rick's, or the Rick's keep the Morty's around to kind of camouflage their brain activities, so they're not really kind of hunted. Yeah, okay. I'm with it. But now that we're resetting, we got Rick Prime back into his timeline. So, of course, Rick's got to go through this this rip that uh, Evil Morty left open to, to teleport back to his timeline and, of course, get Morty back and eventually Jerry back, get things back to normal, but let it be known, I'm bringing this to up because Rick has not forgiven or forgotten his quest to avenge his wife and daughter. It is his right. heightened motivation, and knowing this now makes you only appreciate earlier seasons of Rick and Morty because you really saw a man going through it because he lost his wife and he lost his daughter. From a rogue Rick, from Rick Prime, which we didn't actually see Rick Prime drop the bomb, but we're going with the fact that more than likely he was the one that dropped the bomb and killing Rick's family because he wanted him to be motivated to create portal technology. And now we're tracing him and we're going to kill him. But 
in that same episode, we realized that that was Rick Prime who actually had a, a hidden base that was cloaked in outer space that was interesting enough. Was he just sitting there waiting for Rick to come? Waiting for any, He doesn't know who was coming because, again, right. he's, all the stuff was pre-recorded and he was saying that it could be a clone or it could be him or it could be a clone and there was some... Out of contraptions of oh yeah, it's, it <laughs> makes you scratch your brain. So to find out that it was him, and at the end of the episode, even though Morty went back to his original timeline, we got to see the original Jerry again from that timeline, and and realize that through the transitions of going back there, because that wasn't the first time Morty went back. He actually went back with Summer one time looking for Rick or showing Summer what Rick's responsible for. Right. We realize we come to know that Summer didn't thaw right and Beth died and now it's just Jerry, a lone survivor in a Cronenberg world. Oh my mm-hmm. god. But Jerry's cool with it and Jerry's like <laughs> telling Morty, you know, you you left us and I had to move on. I lost my wife, I lost my daughter, I'm in this Cronenberg world. Eating brains, Cronenberg people, protein, pure protein, and Jerry's jacked. So I say that to say this: this is where we're going with this season, and because I'm going to fast forward all the way to the season finale, you see that still motivates Rick. He's still on the hunt for Rick Prime, and mm-hmm. rightfully so that he can't really let go. Because even though he escaped the situation of being stuck in his original timeline, I think he's more motivated now to avenge his wife and daughter than he was ever before. We also get the reveal that Rick went to the original, oh, sorry, Rick Primes, and hung out with Morty too before Rick Prime to come back. So Morty knows this now, and at the same time, he's talking to Rick and he's saying, I don't know that Rick. I know you. You're my grandfather. And you're we my had grandfather. All these adventures together. So, great way to start the season off. Kind of grounds things a lot because we don't have portal technology. We don't have the interdimensional stuff. You're kind of forced to sit in this. And even though us as viewers watching, you know, we're like, well, a portal gun and there's no sense of urgency to fix a portal gun. I don't think we don't fix the portal gun until like season I mean episode three or episode four or five I think yeah. they didn't fix it until four or five yeah, they didn't fix it but we did get some good adventures maybe until six I think they fixed it right before the break I, you, you're absolutely right but we did get some pretty good adventures before mm-hmm. then kind of grounded adventures, stuff kind of happened on Earth. And then we're fast-forwarding, you know, we had the dinosaurs that came to Earth, and uh, Space Beth came back, kind of had that relationship with uh, regular Beth, or with, home, right. home Beth. I don't know how we're going <laughs> to categorize them. As, I don't know. We had the Knight Family episode, right? Was that this season? That was this season. Mm-hmm. So again... More grounded stuff going on until we finish 
uh, fixing a portal gun. But even though the portal gun's finished now, we finished it. They like, still really didn't do any interdimensional really travel like talking about it. Exactly. So it's way more grounded. And at the same time, we now understand why seeing the season finale that, you know, Rick is still on the hunt for Rick Prime. But was this season a weaker season compared to the other one? Spider, what you think? Uh, a weaker season. I won't say that it was weaker. What I will say, though, just like everything that you just mentioned, it was different because we weren't relying on interdimensional travel, but we still had those adventures. But I think we got to spend a lot more time with the family, uh, which was still entertaining. Night Family episode is probably one of my favorite episodes of this season, um, just for the simple fact that we sort of turned the dynamic of leadership on its head by letting summer be the one in control of a lot of the things where night family uh or the night family was doing when they were trying to make everyone fall asleep this is interesting because she's so capable she is she really is she may seem kind of like vapid and you know your typical teenager doesn't really care about anything but when it comes down to it you put her in a situation where she has to protect her family or whether she has to step up and do something she's always been able to step up to the plate be responsible make sure that things get done and so i was hoping that after the night family episode that we would see more of that where summer would be able to kind of step up and do things like that but after that that was pretty much the last time that it happened uh and we started transitioning into some other different stuff with jerry uh with the uh the fortune cookie episode him uh, trying to avoid avoid his fate of his fate of having to or you know, have sex with his mom yeah um and then we got the dinosaurs we got uh got the, the roy episode when morty's consciousness got split into a gazillion pieces right um and that one was uh that was the the die hard episode i'm gonna, I'm gonna do a die hard but that episode. you know that was that was before the night family episode so it was like the first the first third of the season was really seeing like beth I mean, not Beth, uh, Summer being sort of the badass. And then after that, that middle third, you kind of had a little bit of uh, a little bit of Jerry, a little bit of Morty, you know, kind of Rick and just getting into their own little adventures. And then the last third of the season, you started getting into, you know, Rick sort of coming into like figuring out exactly what's going on with him, right? Because we had the the fourth wall break was kind of like coming out of the mid-season break and you're coming into the this fourth wall breaking episode where there's previously Leon, yes. there's retcon, and retcon. you know, all of these different storytelling Flashback. tropes that they're shoveling into right. <laughs> the plot twist and all these other kind of different names. Huh. What were they called? The uh, right. They were called the uh where is it? Uh are you looking I'm up? I'm going to slide off what their frame. name of group was. Okay, the self-referential six. That's what they were called. The self-referential six. And the big twist was there wasn't a sixth member. It was only five of them. But um, 
just after that episode, because that episode was just basically just meta commentary on, you know, Rick and Morty as a show and all of the different critiques that they get from all of the people that watch it, you know, people who feel themselves to be highbrow intellectuals and all of the critiques and uh, the criticisms of the story of story writing and what they're doing with the show as a whole, as a series. It's interesting that they do that. And I'm wondering what would they have done if they did not do that? If they did not air out their grievances in a very creative way, because one of the, one of the comments, the meta comments into the show was having Mr. Campbell say, do more classic Rick and, Epi- Rick and Morty episodes. Rick and Morty episodes, and like Rick, from season one. And Rick's response was, I'm so sick of that note. What does that even mean? <laughs> like, what does that even mean? Yeah, and <laughs> I looked into this, and I want to say this. In seasons mm-hmm. one, two, maybe even a little bit of three, they had more of the animation style of everything was of, of a sexual nature. Mm-hmm. Everything was a penis or a vagina or boobs or, boobs. or something like mm-hmm. that. And I've, I've noticed that they've kind of moved away from that. Um, right. Even some of the portals was a vagina, a drippy Drippy, drippy vagina. And I think the episode that I'm referring to is the one when they had a fart, a gaseous cloud that kind of hypnotized Morty. Oh, right. It was definitely a a vagina in there. And a lot of soul bonds with dragons. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of stuff that kind of pushed the envelope, which I'm not saying that they're not pushing the envelope now. I mean, is it? I think they're they're pushing the envelope with Beth and Space Beth, or is it masturbation? Or I mean, we almost had a situation where we had incest with Jerry and his mom. But believe it or not, that was one of the best episodes, not for the incest, but for the fact of have the probability of these things happening not in existence. What to learn that it was an alien pooping out fortune cookies and they can put fortunes in there <laughs> to make these to make things happen. Uh, cool action scenes. One of the best action scenes in Rick and Morty that, you know, that we talked about before when we talked about Rick and Morty is like, you can't kill me. I can't be killed. That doesn't sound as good as you think. <laughs> and he gets shot. <laughs> He's like, oh, I can feel myself die. And the guy that sticks on walls right. and having him have a useless power and he just stuck to the wall until he couldn't anymore and it, I'm not saying that they didn't have a plan they did have a plan absolutely but you definitely got away from where you started which was the intentions right. to go and kill uh, Rick Prime but right from the beginning to the end the payoff, and, and again, if you guys haven't seen Rick and Morty all the way through the season for season six, stop watching us right now. I understand. I'm a little hurt that you didn't watch it because you knew what you clicked on. But go and watch it and come back and then resume talking to us about it because I don't want to really mess it up for you. But if you have clicked on to this and you're still watching at this point, 
season 10 lets you know it all comes full circle because it shows how crap yeah there you go i'm getting way ahead of myself <laughs> way ahead of yourself season 10 is all coming full circle <laughs> justin rowland called me uh i'm way ahead i got um, some ideas for season 10 right episode 10 shows that this rick is not like any other rick he's crafty he's clever uh they're looking at the board and they're saying you know is this all the places that he's been and that would make sense right rick says no these are all the places that's all the places that he is god What I don't think Rick has ever faced anybody of this magnitude, and we again no. go back to season one. I mean, episode one, season six. The healing factor of Rick Prime is uncanny. He's probably better than I don't think Deadpool heals that fast. No. So is he? A- you saw it took Deadpool like what two, yeah. three days to, to regrow his legs. Yeah, when he got shot in the arm in Deadpool one, that kind of closed. I think he got shot in the arm or the hand or something. Well, no, he 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 cut he cut his hand off because he had a handcuff, and so he cut his hand off. What about so when he, he got shot hand. on the bridge? Did he get shot in the hand or in the wrist or something? And Deadpool one, you guys go back and watch that, right? Possible. I don't know. But the point is, he I think kills. it's on Disney Plus at this point. Well, if it's not, it should be because he's coming to the MCU. That was yes, your multiversal universal crossover in this episode. You're welcome. So Rick Prime is not like anybody, but here's the thing. Like Story Lord, by Paul G, voiced by Paul Giamatti. I thought that was incredible. Oh my god, <laughs> damn Story Lord! What is Rick Prime's motivation? What does Prime want? Uh, I think he's not doing team ups. He made that clear to Savage Jerry. We're calling him Savage Jerry. Rest in peace, Savage Jerry. Mm-hmm. What is what's what's the end game? I think that it's all. If if I had to make an assumption, and this is my uneducated guess on the the nature oh, we of the story, here, which I have no knowledge about, <laughs> that's all we do is make uneducated guess. Uneducated, educated but, guesses. One thing that Rick loves knowing is that he is the smartest man that exists in the multiverse. He's the smartest man ever. And I think for Rick Prime, as long as he can elude Rick C-137, then he knows that he's smarter than the next smartest man that exists in existence. And Rick C-137 is always going to be infuriated that he can't catch Rick Prime, that he's just that much smarter than he is. And I think that Rick Prime is reveling in that he can all, he can outwit Rick C-137. So he's like basking in this knowledge. Yeah, he's gonna, he can always outwit him. And I think he's just basking in that. And that's what keeps him going. That's his motivation. Because like you said, he didn't even, he had no clue who was going to show up at his base. And so he had all of that stuff set up. 
just because he's just that smart and he knows that whether this is a recording or whether this is actually me telling you this you're not gonna know because you don't know what i'm gonna do next mm. and he's always just that much further ahead of rixie 137 and i in think the that's what gets inside him. the tube <laughs> why is it because he's because he's there? smarter than rick because he's smarter than rick and he know that he can do that and rick's not going to be smart enough to know that that's him and actually go after him but he was going after him until morty stopped him which was probably a suicide uh-huh. mission because again right it's rick he's the type of person who can who can he he's like he's like batman who has a lifetime to prepare he can cover all eventualities he has every scenario figured out he knows anything and everything that's going to happen i'm just wondering why i don't know 137 doesn't uh give up Maybe he would have gave up. He can't give up. Maybe he, he can't. I don't think he, he can give gave up. up if he didn't reset the portal. I think so. And got that reminder because again, Diane, the voice, which is the AI of his dead wife, mm-hmm. reminded him. Have you avenged us yet? Have you found our killer yet? Heavily reminded him. And, but and you know that's of his own. That was his, his own doing. That was something that he created because he literally was beating himself up because he blamed himself for their death. So he felt that he didn't deserve to be at peace with that. And and, and it's and it's crazy. So that's why that's what I was saying. As far as the season, I I I can't say that the season fell off. I can't say that this season was worse than any other season, but it was definitely different. But at the end of the day, you still have those heartfelt moments with Rick and his introspective look at who he is as a person and what he's gone through. Because in former seasons, when Rick turned himself into the Federation and got himself arrested, and then that iconic line when he's in prison and the, his cellmate asks, "Hey, well, what are you in for?" Everything. Everything. You know, and it, and it still seems like that when Rick really takes time, you know, to be able to learn exactly what it is that he's going through. And we, like you say, flash for, uh, fast forward to episode 10, where we 10. find out over <laughs> season 10. But what we find out that, of course, Rick has not given up his search for Rick Prime, you know, but it's because Morty called him boring. Mm. it's because Morty called him boring and he realized that what he was doing because he stepped away from going after Rick Prime he had not been actively pursuing them he may have had like searches running in the background but I don't think he was heavily into it as he was in episode um, 9 and 10 but Rick basically said, I have to do this. I have to find them. This is something that I have to do. You call me boring and you told basically woke something up in me. You Mm. know, it it was that I had a self actualization. But the thing about it was I knew that me going back into this and dragging you down with me would not be good for you. So I created a robot. I made the robot 22% more agreeable with you. So you can go out and still have your adventures, but you don't have to deal with the pessimistic me that's always shitting on you, that's always knocking you down, that's always putting you down, that's always making you feel inferior. So 
in a sense, he was deceiving them, yes, with, but with good intentions. He was also at the same time, right, with good intentions. They're like the same thing with the with the Pissmaster episode. It's like <laughs> it was ninety nine cents. It was 99 cents. <laughs> <laughs> but he went there because so the first thing he's trying to do if. If you have not seen Piss Master episode, I don't know how. Another one of my favorite episodes this season. Um, <laughs> just, just uh, <laughs> Cookie Magneto and all of these stupid ass villains that keep coming after Rick. And Morty tells him, he was like, well, if you have all of these, you know, cartoonish characters coming after you trying to kill you, maybe you need to take a look at yourself and see exactly why. So right. Rick goes back to therapy and his therapist, uh, Dr. Wong tells him, you know, just Susan Sarandon voiced by Susan Sarandon, great cameo. There was a lot of great cameos this yeah. season. Like you said, Paul Giamatti, Susan Sarandon, uh, Daniel Radcliffe was in the Knights of the Sun episode, but it also Jack Black because Jack Black was like the the ruler uh, of, of Venus. They just all of these different people. They it's like it's it's almost like a badge of honor to be able to make a cameo in Rick and Morty at this See, point. I'm ready to stay in Hong Kong. No, man. I, I, I'll, do I'll, I'll voice a I'll voice a human getting sliced by something just scream out loud whoa, for like three hey, seconds whoa. that's all I need to do <laughs> I want to die I just want to say oh <laughs> I mean not die in real life but oh I'm talking about on the show you know what I mean yeah I know yeah, what you mean just have my, have my voice in the show uh, but yeah. even in that episode so Dr. Wong is telling him you know just don't engage like, obviously, you know that these people are coming after you because they want attention. They, and Like Rick said, they see this as like some type of accomplishment to be able to try to attack me and try to get one up on me, knowing that they'll all fail. And so Dr. Wong tells them, you know, just don't engage them. Just ignore them. You know, like a whole don't feed the trolls type thing, which could be meta commentary on how Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland treats the show, you know, going forward. Maybe you get all of these, this negative comment, people come after them thinking like, oh, I'm going to be big and bad, try to talk shit to them, thinking it's going to do something to change the show. But at the end of the day, they know what they're doing. They have a script. They talk to they, right? They've they're gone like through ahead. all of it. Yeah. And I mean, you know, so just just ignore them you don't have to engage with them you don't have to entertain them you don't have to interact with them or anything it's just you have your plan you do your plan and then you go about your business and rick finds out that (laughs) he finds out that after doing all of that he's like i'm out i'm free i really don't have to engage with these people and it's not going to affect me in any way and i can just be my own person but because of jerry his Being Jerry, his <laughs> sticky orb, uh, he goes back to find Pissmaster, and then he finds that Pissmaster has taken his own life. Mm. But he feels bad because Tough had feelings. he had he engaged with him, probably in the way that Pissmaster wanted to engage with him, then he might have just been able to send him back, you know, beaten and defeated. But it wouldn't have been the online spectacle that it was. Oh, when, I don't know. Rick, you know, Jerry fought a lot of people. Rick does kill a lot of people. Cookie Magneto. 
instantly. He did kill Piggy Bank. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're right. But it would have been he would have died by Rick versus, you know, feeling like a failure, you know, and then taking his own life. And so Rick, of course, feels responsible for it. And so he becomes Pissmaster and changes Pissmaster's legacy so that his daughter can be proud of him. And, you know, I think but it's just that that is very relatable in the character of Rick, because, again, it, it was the daughter and the view of the daughter that made him mm-hmm. put on the piss suit and, you know, basically you know, breed piss and try to bring breed piss back into this character's situation to make him a piss, hero. A piss, piss ladder, piss ice skating rink. Piss, piss pops. Piss pops. Don't forget the piss pops. <laughs> oh my goodness. Again, they, they pushed the envelope. Um, mm-hmm. We talked about this. Will we see Evil Morty again? Has is Evil Morty gone, 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 gone? I think Evil Morty is gone. I think Evil Morty is gone because I feel like what has to, what would have to happen in order for Evil Morty to come back? Because Evil Morty has gone, he's left the finite curve. Right. He's outside of our existence right. as far as Rick and Morty is concerned. You know, it's not a different dimension. It's not a different, uh, you know, universe or anything like that. He's outside of our existence, and so one, he really has no reason to come back. He's satisfied with what he did. He wanted to find a universe where Rick wasn't the he smartest won. person on the, you know, in existence. He won. He achieved what he wanted to do, and he can go and be wherever he wants to be and live his life comfortably. And so I think that there's no reason for him to come back because what else does he have left to achieve? Nothing. Unless he's going to uh, try to take down Rick Prime. But then that'll be a takeaway from. T-137 because I'm pretty sure he wants to be the one to take out Rick Prime. Right. The end of episode 10, Mm -hmm. Rick offers Morty an option. He says, you can come and help me if you want to. Did Morty really have a choice? Oh, he could have went back and watched all the miracles on whatever street with the family. <laughs> I like the fact that Jerry, even Jerry was like, okay, you know what? This is too much even for me. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, here's a miracle on the corner of 108 so and 15,375. So it's all miracles. a miracle. There's so many miracles, a miracle a block. And I was like, what is going on? And it's just, it's one of those things that just keeps the, the other part of the family engaged in something so we can progress with Rick and see what Rick is doing without having to like worry about oh well what's going on with them I want to get back to them to see what's going on with that storyline no they're still there watching TV and it's, and that's all they're going to do for this episode makes sense makes a lot of sense but because Morty decided to go down to one of the level 10 of the sub layers which we now mm-hmm. know that there are so many more sub layers than uh, what we initially saw which is so funny because we've seen these sub layers on multiple different variations of the show. Right. The layers where he have guys inside those. Want to say it right? 
Cyberflam, uh, I can't say these words ever give me one just in a damn makeup. The uh, the gel that connects know. to whatever you have to whatever you we saw that with the uh, Tony when he was pooping on Rick's toilet. Put him in there. So that yeah. sub layer is there. The first layer is there where we saw the alien that they had pinned up in season two. Uh, when Jerry and Beth were talking about getting a divorce, or he said that you guys should get a divorce because he eats babies. Mm-hmm. He's that layer. There's a layer that has a sushi spot. What? <laughs> For the guy that's already down there ready to make eel sushi? I'm like, just chilling. Just like, I'm down here. You know, whenever y'all want to roll, I got you. I got you. So first of all, you would catch me on that layer all day. All the time. <laughs> you don't even see me. And it's cool that this last episode we got a little bit of Keith David in it because it's always a joy to have him on the show uh, playing the president. And he's, it's like he's, he, he, he balances the line of being a lovable character and then being an asshole character. Right? Just he does it so well. Right? <laughs> he does it so well. And it's so good. And like you say, I'm always glad to see uh Keith David coming back and voicing the president because it's always a delight. It's always a good episode when he's in it. Rick and Morty. Where do we go from here? We got Rick Prime. Here's what I'm worried about. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the MCU in a sense of you got a lot of stuff going on that uh, is main storyline worthy. And it's kind of hard to break away from that main storyline with these other adventures. We see that even Rick as a character kind of push away the adventures to deal with this major threat or this major quest that he wants to fulfill. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind that we're not done with this, but how do we attack this at a story narrative going forward with more stories that we're going to be interested in that's going to be strong enough to deviate our attention from Rick Prime? So does that make sense? Yeah, it, it absolutely does. And so, so here's my take on that: is that Going into season six, after you know, even Morty escapes, and we find that we see that you know Rick and Morty are escaping with all the other Mortys. They're leaving the Citadel as the Citadel is getting destroyed. You go into the season at the beginning. We get the first episode, okay, and so we see what the great conflict for the season is. We have Rick Prime. We know that Rick Prime is the one that killed uh, Rick C-137's wife and his daughter. Diane and Beth and so we're like okay this is where we're going with this season and then immediately in episode two we get a diehard episode that immediately deviates from everything that we think we're going to get this season and so like you said Justin Rowland and Dan Harmon are so far ahead of the game as far as these stories that they have carved out for Rick and Morty these different adventures you never know when a new episode comes on exactly what's going to happen dinosaurs coming back who would have thought we would have had an episode about dinosaurs coming back? Knights on the Sun, a, 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 a solar a solar war, a, a universal war yeah. actually breaking out. Yeah. You know, we it's Kissmaster. You know, Space Beth and Home Beth having a relationship. It's like all of these different storylines. It's like 
these are things that nobody can predict going into the, into the season. You can't sit a group of people down and say, okay, we have 10 episodes of Rick and Morty that are coming out this season. You know, well, nine more. We already saw one. I want you to give me your best guess as to what's going to happen in any one of these episodes. And you know, maybe one out of a hundred people could guess right for one of the episodes and knowing what's going to happen. You know, it's like, and then with the, with the, the, the fourth wall break in the meta commentary episode, how they travel through the opening credits and how they're commenting on everything that's going on in opening credits and how we know because of the previous season that everything that's shown in the opening credits is not a part of an actual episode. You have some things that are, some things that aren't. You know, we have, <laughs> they were actually flying through the opening credits and the scene where Morty is a stick of butter and he gets dropped into the skillet and he starts melting. You hear Rick comment. He's like, oh, that's the best episode yet. And so we're like, Wait, and we only get one episode after that. Well, no, there were there was three more episodes after that. So we're like, oh, are we going to get an episode where Morty's going to be butter, and this is going to be the best episode? So mm. you know, and it's like they're, they're just <laughs> there's no, I mean, probably not, and, and we don't in this season. We don't get an episode of Morty being butter, but they have a plan, and they have it all mapped out, and so. I don't have any reason to believe that any story that they come up with, because as ridiculous as all of these stories are, you know, the, the Knights of the Sun, you know, just the, they believe that the scepter is the center of the universe. So wherever the scepter goes, you know, that's where all of the planets will revolve around. And Morty is just like explaining, you know, fifth grade astronomy to them. Just basically, you know, the sun is the center of the universe and that's it. It doesn't matter about the scepter. Um, and talking about new rock stars, uh, new rock stars did a breakdown and they showed a clip where in that scene, how this was right after, um, Morty called Rick boring. And this is where we start seeing that, uh, the what we have yet to know as robot rick but he's you know being more supportive of morty because he was like super supportive of everything that morty wanted to do in that entire episode like if you don't want you know to cut off your penis because you want to be this night he's like i'll make you a cybernetic penis i'll find you a witch penis you know it's like i'll figure out how to help you do all of this stuff and so in the scene where they were in the garage and morty was explaining to the knights uh of the uh the Knights of the Sun on how the universe works. Rick had the scepter, but instead of Rick bringing out the scepter, he had it in a box. He kicked the box over to Morty. So Morty could be the one to explain it. So he was taking a step back. He was like, let Morty, you know, because we had the, uh, the, um, the, I, I can't remember what season it was, but I know you know which one I'm talking about. When Rick's, when Morty was like, I want to pick an adventure. And Rick said, okay, for this episode, this is your adventure. So whatever you want to do, this is what we do. And so they went up to the giant's castle. Uh-huh. And, you know, they Mr. came back Jellybean. down with the snail. Yeah, and Mr. Jellybean. And it was just like one, like you said, pushing the boundaries. Because that scene where he corners Morty in the bathroom is just, it's rough. It is it is a hard scene to watch. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> and so, you know, and 
it was one of those things where that in that episode, Rick was reluctant to go along with Morty's ideas. He was like, you know what? I told you we were going to follow your thing. So whatever stupid thing you want to do, whatever. And then, you know, when Rick finally starts, you know, to kind of enjoy what's happening, because, you know, he was sitting there, he was gambling and everything. He's winning money. And then Morty's like, oh, well, I'm ready to go. I want to go. Can we please go? But not telling Rick what happened. And Rick figures it out, you know, and that's when he kind of turns, you know, it's like, OK, well, we can go instead of him, like giving him shit. It was like, oh, I thought we were doing your thing. You know, you want to go, you know, what happened? You know, all this other kind of stuff. But here with the Knights of the Sun, even, even though it's robot Rick, um, we see that he's actually sincerely supporting him. Right. He sincerely wants to help Morty. He sincerely wants to be there for Morty. He doesn't want Morty to think that he's just going to shit on whatever it is that Morty wants to do. So, and it's just character growth. And it's like, I want to say it's character growth for Rick, but it seems like we always get these introspective looks at Rick trying to figure himself out and trying to become a better person and trying to be better for, you know, trying to be better for Beth, of course, trying to be better for summer, trying to be better for more and even to some of a lesser extent, trying to be better than Jerry, because when Jerry, uh, fought piss master and Jerry, you know, because it was like an actual fight, which I, really appreciated the animation of it because you no know, normally we get fights in Rick and Morty. It's lasers, it's explosions, and this was just a regular Real like right <laughs> this was a Craig and Debo street yeah. fight. <laughs> yeah, that's all it was. Jerry and took so the licks. He, it wasn't a one sided yeah. fight. Jerry got his no got whooped on a little bit and then he got that flamingo and, and turned the tide. <laughs> <laughs> and so um even after that, you know, Beth was like all enamored with Jerry because he stood up for himself. And so she went to kiss him. He was like, ow, because of course he got punched in the face. And, and Rick, without without being prompted, without anybody asking him, he went and, you know, healed all of Jerry's injuries. And he was like, you know, just in his, in his those little moments where you can actually see Rick wanting to be a good person, right. you know, and that is what I know that they're going to continue on with. And or well, maybe not anymore. Everybody. The well, in the sense team. of in the sense of being a good person to his family, because of course he still wants to murder Rick Prime. Of course. But we we saw that, you know, even though he tries, because in the Pissmaster episode, he they get home because of course they find out that uh Rick was pretending to be Pissmaster. And so all the family asks, like, was that you? Like the whole time? Were you Pissmaster? Were you the one that uh you know came to the house and started talking all this shit and got into the fight with Jerry and it was like, have you did you do all of this just to boost Jerry's confidence? And it's and, you know, he let them make their own conclusions, but instead of him telling the truth, he just went along with it. So he would rather let them be mad at him mm. versus them knowing the truth that Jerry's fame and his sticky orb caused Pissmaster, you know, to kill himself. So he wanted to spare Jerry from that. And it's like, but he didn't get the, cause at the end he told, no, Morty, he didn't because he, 
and so and and that's the character progression for morty because in the other time morty would take that secret and be like okay that's your secret i'll hold on to your secret but morty is like no this is an awful thing that you just did because not only did you you know you lie and you pretend to be piss master but you also lied to us again so he immediately goes and tells the entire family and they come back and they all berate him because they're like you know why you so you do something like that and they even chastise him for you know coming back and trying to be honest because here rick is trying to be honest with morty and they're like no you take that secret and you take it to the grave he was like why would you keep the suicide note that's <laughs> like, weird why would you keep the note that's weird i don't know but you know and we see all of these different dynamics changing so we see morty and like i said before when you know when um morty was arguing with rick when they were in the uh, machine and morty's consciousness was split you know he has grown into not only just going along with, with what rick says he's forming his own opinions he has his own ideas he has his own feelings he has his own reasoning for either wanting to do something or not wanting to do something and we saw that in the nights of the sun episode where it wasn't just oh this knight is offering me a sword I'm going to take it because I think that's going to be an adventure or I'm not going to take it because Rick told me not to take it. He mm -hmm. really sat there and was like, can I ask some questions first? He was like, so if I take the sword, what's going to happen? What are you the knights of? Your knights of the, are you your knights with a K and you of the sun with an O or a U? He was like, mm -hmm. all right, so we got the U. But what do knights of the sun do? So he wanted to make his own informed decision about whether or not he should take that sword and i think if it had not been for the other like aliens who were standing in the line at the pop-up okay, it was so like look if he's right if he's not gonna take it i'll take it i don't think morty would have took it because oh, yeah. he was really concerned about why all of a sudden because you dropped the sandwich and i'm giving it back to you then now all of a sudden you want me to be a knight because i was nice like no, it's just it's, it's like this doesn't add up. Wait in line, give my food. <laughs> I think the question that I'm really <laughs> struggling with, uh, if you look at Rick and Morty, it's, it seemed to be somewhat of a form formula. Um, yeah, absolutely. Because with the dragon episode, with the Morty adventure episode, and with the Sun to the Sun episode, we all have. Uh, fam fantasies, the fam fantasy yeah. episodes. Um, we went back to blips and chips. We got Roy again, which we had another Roy episode. We actually had two Roy episodes. One was uh, when Morty was playing Roy and realized what Roy was. Um, we got the introduction. Then we ha we had the tickets please story train episode where. The Tickets Please guy was in Roy. We had the meta commentary or when they was kicked out of the train, you know, was thinking that they was leaving, living alternate lives, which we got more of a reminder of that when Story Lord and Jesus became real. And, mm. you know, I love how they played it that, you know, Rick didn't really know who he was, which kept that episode with the story train as that episode in a, but we got callbacks to that episode because they were talking about the episode itself and how it was structured and the webs. It was super, 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 super meta, super meta. Yeah. And I'm wondering, are we running out of 
wackiness or storylines with these callbacks and these, you know, reminders of previous episodes? I don't think so. I don't. I don't think there. Uh, there's Recycling. any limitation onto. Out of recycling <laughs> going on. Yeah, I don't I don't think there's any limitation into what creative ideas that they can come up with. I took that as you know, callbacks to you know, like fan favorite like little things. Just sort of like Easter eggs almost. You know, you you have it in one episode and it may not necessarily be a major part of that episode, but then you pull it back in another episode so people can watch it like, oh, I remember, you know, the, the, you know, this guy from this episode or remember, oh, he came back because, you know, of this, like having Story Lord be inside of the meta commentary episode, I felt like that was just fitting because it is, he is a plot device you know, for stories and he wants to be written better, right? Right. He wants to have motivation. He wants to have an identity and for his motivation to end up just being motivation. And he steals the motivation from everyone in the entire universe, you know, and it's, I think that if you're going to do a callback and you're going to bring back a character like Story Lord, that's the only way that you can bring him back because how else would he fit into any other episode? You know, not only just this season, but in in any other season because he is himself a, a, a meta commentary character. So I don't know if they built out the episode and then put him in it or if they were like, oh, we want to bring Story Lord back because we felt like he was an interesting character and now we built this episode around Story Lord. So I think that they they definitely have the ideas. I don't feel like they're running out of anything, but I think they're just tying, you know, the connective tissue of all of these different characters together by bringing them back every now and then. And because, I mean, it's like, you know, Mr. Poopy Butthole. We get Mr. Poopy Butthole at the end of every season, you know, and now... (laughs) Now Mr. Poopy Butthole is is jacked out of his mind because he lost his, his wife and his and his kid. And he's, trying to, and he's trying to get swole. And uh and then he just breaks his legs trying Horrible to squat. Three hundred plus. I don't know how weights work there. He didn't have three hundred on the bar. Maybe the bar was he really did. Maybe I don't know. Was maybe it was like maybe maybe it was grams and not pounds. <laughs> I don't know. Listen. I, I want to ask this question, and, and I, I mm-hmm. agree there's a lot of places that we can go, but I bring it back to the, the comment that I was making earlier. Are we going places that we shouldn't go? Because storyline-wise, we didn't get Bird Person or Phoenix Person, no, Bird Person again, mm-hmm. back in this yep. season, which we thought we would, because, again, he was going to right. go rescue his daughter that was in an intergalactic uh, jail. Uh, by the Federation, mm-hmm. but the Federation's been taken down or because we hop universes, is the Federation now back up? Because we remember Mr. Nimble, no, Mr. Nimble or whoever the cute little monster was once we reset uh, once Rick got back from resetting portal travel um, mm-hmm. they had to leave that universe behind because, you know Mr. Cuteface or whatever his name was, bit and turn the whole world into so we jump universes 
and now we're in a different universe. Mm-hmm. Bird person exists in this universe. Is his daughter still in? Is the Federation back? Is Tammy back? Uh, we've seen uh, Henry Rand Winkler or Abraham Aver Dolph Winkler, Winkler and Lincoln. <laughs> they merged together. Rick merged them together because he was trying to get a well balanced leader. They created mm-hmm. him. This is a callback from season. One, I believe, when uh, I season believe so, one yeah. or season two, when they had the house party in Frozen Time, was at that party and he got killed. Uh, well, he didn't get killed; he got hurt. Then the aliens were again sexualizing them because they were sticking them in each alien orifices. So there is where he stayed along with his sidekick. And then we saw him again later on, um, but. Are these characters back now? Is Gearheads back now? Even though, you know, we learned in prior seasons that Rick worked with Gearheads brother in the Gear Wars, which again is <laughs> ridiculous. And I'm but, curious about if all these characters are back and we're yeah. going to go back to them and, and we're going to look at the progression of where they are now. We haven't seen Squanchy in a hot minute. So there was actually an, an Easter egg of when the Pissmaster episode, not that we saw Squanch uh, in person, but when Jerry got his sticky orb and he got his suit and he was going around and he was uh, like fighting like foes or whatever he was uh, doing. Hitler's. No, no, no! It wasn't Hitler's. It was after the Hitler's because he just basically he basically just blew up. Uh, I think it was called Venetian Prime or something like that. So he blew up all the space Hitler's. Um, but it was when he was having one of the, one of his fights and somebody was recording him and they were live streaming and they were doing like you know mm-hmm. kind of like uh the comments popping up and one was Summer, one was somebody else, and then one was uh actually Squanch. Squanch had commented on a video, so he's still out there. We know we haven't seen him, but he's still out there. Hmm. But to answer your question, as far as are these characters back, will we see these characters? I mean, it's 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 possible because you know they brought back Mr. Nimbus. Mr. Nimbus is back again, and so you know I feel like there's a possibility of anybody being able to come back. Um, but I don't. Because even with Mr. Nimbus coming back, it wasn't like a full episode of Mr. Nimbus. It was basically just like a cameo appearance. So I think if any of these characters do come back, it won't be as an integral part of whatever story that they're doing that episode. It may just be a character, just a cameo appearance, just a one-off type thing. It might be a, you know, a post-credits thing or, you know, anything like that. But I think that, I think it just allows them to leave their options open to just make some, you know, like I said, this, this connective tissue between universes or between characters and just being able to have that kind of in your back pocket, not necessarily to rely on it, but just as a, oh, surprise, bird person's back. Oh, surprise, here's Gearhead. Surprise, Squatch makes an appearance, you know, and it's just like, oh, I remember Squatch. I haven't seen him since season whatever, you know, just for that kind of nostalgia thing, but not necessarily to drive forward a plot. 
Do you think this is one of the weaker seasons? Not to say that it wasn't an enjoyable season. Right. Was it the one of the weaker seasons? And I, I can't say for me personally, I can't say definitively whether or not it was a weaker season because my memory is so short. Like I remember episodes, but as far as the entire seasons as a whole, like seasons past, I can't say like, oh, I remember season two was just like, ooh, that was just great. And so I'll admit I cheat because I I rewatched. So I will say this Rick and Morty for me mm-hmm. is probably one of the most rewatchable shows from and even though we're just in season six, I actually enjoy going back to seasons one, two, three, four, and five, including mm-hmm. six, and watch it. And it's it I'm not gonna say I get something new every time I watch it, but I enjoy every episode when I watch it. Yeah. So I can say for me personally, I can't say I can't give a definitive answer on whether I feel that season six is a a weaker season than any of the other seasons, just because I don't remember, you know, any of the other seasons that well to be able to, you know, without rewatching it, just because there's space so far apart. But I will pose that question to you since you do rewatch it and you are more familiar with them. Do you feel that season six uh, is a weaker season or how do you feel that season six stacks up compared to the other ones? I'm gonna do what my wife says that I should never do, which is ask your answer your question with a question. <laughs> Since you're not gonna say it's a, it's a weak season, I'm gonna ask you: Was it a super one? Was it a super season? Was it super, sir? Was Rick and Morty season six, one episode through the tenth episode as a whole, super? As a whole. Rick and Morty season six was super. I enjoyed season six. I, I don't would. I remember we did. Uh, we did the review for episode two, and I was saying that I liked the the diehard part of episode die two. Hard, die hard, die hard, but die. I didn't really care for the the Roy part where they were in the video game and Morty's consciousness got separated. Oh. Well you you can't your jaw can't drop and you act like I I said that was the entire episode. Me talking about me not liking that because it seemed like it was two separate episodes that they just tried to smash into one. And I, we, a, we went over this. Yeah. And I said, yeah. And I said the A storyline was the life of Roy, but I felt like that should have been the B storyline because the summer storyline was much more enjoyable. Oh, so you just wanted more diehard. I just wanted more diehard. I would watch summer do a diehard every episode. I want to see summer do a diehard. I want to see summer do a diehard too. I want to see summer do a diehard of vengeance. Summer do a live free a diehard. Uh, I don't remember what the last one was, but conspiracy for you, right? Mm-hmm. Rick, white hair, Morty, brown hair, Jerry, brown hair, right? Beth, blonde hair. Base Beth, blonde hair. Summer redhead. Uh-huh. I did the math. And math ain't mathing. Yeah, I don't... I I have no... Is that not Jerry's daughter? It's possible. They were in well, high school Jerry when Beth got, got pregnant. Hey! And I'm thinking back to what Jerry Friend said, you know. Leave Bet Sanchez alone. She's too much a woman for you. She's gonna hurt you. But that's 
you know, it's kind of like the Incredibles. It's the same thing. Yeah. Who's who's Summer's father? You might find out on the future season. It is odd that she's the only one that has uh, red hair. Yeah, it is. Orange hair. That is odd. But yes, but but to answer your question, yes, I do believe or I do feel that Rick and Morty season six is super. I enjoyed it. Like I was saying, you know, it was just that one episode that I felt that, you know, that part of it, I didn't really care for too much. But like we talked about all the different character progression, all the different character beats, character reveals and just learning more about Morty, learning more about Beth, learning more about Jerry, learning more about Summer, learning more about Rick and just seeing them all have their like episodes to where, of course, you know, it was more Rick and Morty. They had more episodes focused on them. But you had an episode about Beth. You had an episode about Summer. You had a couple of episodes about Jerry. So everybody's because, like you said, interdimensional travel is not in the forefront. So we're not just running away every episode to go do something else. He'll steal something to go build something. Oh, I have to go steal this crystal out of this monster's lair because I want to build this machine. You know, and we get into all of this other bullshit. So being grounded and being able to focus more on the family, we get these episodes to where we learn more about everybody else. So I do think that in respect to season six, that was one thing that they had more of as compared to the other seasons, you know, because we barely got, you know, Jerry might tag along, but it's not necessarily Jerry jerry's character evolving because up until this season jerry was always kind of you know just sniveling and kind of you know no spine no backbone can't stand up to anybody they showed one of um uh when they were (laughs) when beth and jerry were in uh they were in couples counseling with or marriage counseling with dr wong and tammy came in and uh like just blew a hole in the wall and went to go grab uh-huh. Beth. Jerry was like, hey. <laughs> so Tammy came over and started slapping him. He was like, I only said hey, you know I can't do anything more than that. Yeah, I, I remember and, that. And we Quite. get from that Jerry to Jerry defending well, Summer's honor because Pissmaster was like, oh, whose daughter is that? I like to piss on her. And Jerry was like now so let me ask this was jerry more upset about what pissmaster said about summer or was he upset because this pissmaster was pissing on his lavender and he needed that for his bees which I one think, do you think he was more upset about i think we both know the answer <laughs> jerry died doing what he loved getting stung by bees and that was that was ridiculous and it was like just <laughs> summer got pregnant summer had jerry jr then they get into talking to, to, to campbell morty ends up pregnant it's like what the fuck is going on yeah i think everybody on the show is uh, gonna get pregnant i think uh beth already was pregnant we've seen in the opening credits that jerry gets pregnant on I think of the earliest seasons and Morty got yeah. pregnant. Yeah. Summer did not get pregnant in the earliest season, but the ER, she already has a kid. Morty yeah. actually has two two kids, doesn't he? He, he has, has the, the what, Gazorpazorp? And who's his other one? 
Uh, Naruto. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> fucking... The incest space, baby. How can we forget about the incest space? How baby? could you? They don't let you forget. <laughs> Why am I like And that's what about? I love about this show. It's unpredictable. Yeah. It's very, 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 very family-driven because as much as... Uh, they want to pretend like Rick doesn't care about his family. He actually does. And you can see that he was trying not to care about the family because Rick Prime doesn't care about anything no. but himself. So he's trying to fit that Rick. I can't be as good as Rick Prime if I'm having my family hold me back and like, of course, like because give me, yeah, like yeah. give me morals, like allow me to be, you know, compassionate about things. I can't be as ruthless as him if I'm compassionate about my family. Is it a weakness? Is it something that's going to be held against him, Ken? Because we know, you know, Rick Prime killed uh, Savage Jerry, Prime right. Jerry. Uh, I feel like. I feel like if we're going along with story tropes and how things are, you know, cliche, then Rick will see it as a weakness, but it's going to, in the end, the, the power of friendship, or he can do anything as long as that. Ah, so you're saying it's going to take the whole Smith Sanchez family to beat Rick Prime? I think so. Good luck with that. <laughs> I, I think that's what it's going to boil down to. I think that's the only way they can beat him. Because obviously we've seen that Rick can't do this on his own. So now he's enlisting the help of Morty. Uh, and well, then, Morty volunteered. Well, yeah. and But I think that at some point we're going to get the reveal into what happened to his family. And Beth is going to actually find out and figure out exactly what happened. And, you know, and why he is the way he is. And I think that that eventually it's going to lead the entire Smith Sanchez family going after Rick Prime and taking him out. Will it be easy? No. Will it be quick? Absolutely not. It's going to be a fight. It's going to be a battle. It's going to last multiple episodes, if not multiple seasons. But I do think at some point the entire family is going to get involved. I think you just gave away season 10. (laughs) <laughs> get the box set ready cause I'm gonna buy those DVDs 100 oh, episodes yeah. Marty 100 episodes well we're about 70 in aren't we uh, I think we're at we're, 60 we're, something yeah we're up there so we have to be more than that if they're gonna keep it I just, there's no doubt in my mind that the good good people at Adult Swim um are not going to renew Rick and Morty. It'll be more of a situation of Dan Harmon walking away, Justin Roiland walking away. But if you do see Justin walking away, make sure you tune into Solar Opposites because that's another show that Justin does that's pretty phenomenal. Yeah. It's 60, really, 61 really episodes. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that they don't stand on that 100 episodes. I, I, when they said 100 episodes in season one, I was like, no, it's going to come by too fast. <laughs> don't do it. But you have somebody like The Simpsons that's, I can't even tell you how many episodes they're on. Oh, and so. now you have, you know, Family Guy trying to catch up. The they Simpsons. won't. They won't ever. Of course they won't. Just a loaning, running, primetime, episodic 
television show. Shout out to Tracy uh, Tracy Ullman. Um, then you have South Park again. These envelope pushing shows because mm-hmm. you got to push the envelope. Do you want to see them go back to season one animation where they're hiding penises and vaginas in the background of the show? Or are no, you okay with the slick I'm, style? No, I'm, 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 I'm all for growth. You know, just because you started out in this area doesn't mean that that's where you have to stay. And I think that a lot of people, a lot of these vocal uh, critics when it comes to the fan base of, of any fandom, you know, if, if it's, it's Game of Thrones, MCU, DC, you know, any type of show, any type of franchise, any type of property that has a following, you're always going to get these people, this your vocal group of people, it's like, oh, season one was the greatest, you know, season two was the greatest, it, used to, it was so great, everything's changed now, they're so woke, they're so politically correct, and, you know, all of this other kind of stuff where they have these opinions, like, I want things to go back to the way they were, and I think that's a... I feel like Greg, shut up. I don't even know what that note means. <laughs> right. We'll go back to season one. What does that even mean? I hate that note. Um, but I feel like that's you have to grow. You have to change with the times and you have to progress. Otherwise, you're just gonna be one note. And I feel like the majority of the audience, the you know, the silent majority of the audience enjoys progression. They like seeing things differ. They don't want everything to be the same as what it was. Yes, that's what made most people fall in love with the show, but I don't think that Rick and Morty has done anything to deviate themselves from their original formula to like, this is a completely different show now. This is something like what I watched in season one is not what I'm watching in season six. You know, it's it's still the same crass humor. You know, it's still, you know, butt jokes, fart jokes. You know, it's still vile. It still pushes the envelope. It still does things that a lot of different shows don't, you know, even think about trying to touch. And it still has that interweaving storyline where not only can we laugh, not only can we cringe, but we still care about these characters. I want to know what happens to Jerry. I want to know what's going on between Beth and Space Beth. I want to see more Summer. You know, Morty, I love seeing, even though Morty is still, what, 14 years old, I still, I feel like Morty is growing up at this point, you know? And it's fun to see all of that stuff progress. And I can't, you know, I feel like with Family Guy in The Simpsons, where you have shows that last for so long, and I just looked up The Simpsons and they're up to 739 episodes right now. And you have these shows that last this long. And I'm not saying that The Simpsons is not a good show. It has to be a good show. Also, it would not have lasted this long. But for me, 739 episodes, 34 seasons, and Bart and Lisa are still the same age. It's like well, we've seen them grow over the years in different variations. Yeah, in different variations, we have we've had yeah, we've seen Lisa grow up and be president. I've seen Bart grow up a million different times, and he's always like a loser or a deadbeat, wow. and you know. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and that, I'm just saying that that's oh, what no, I'm it's seeing. Accurate. It's just hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> but I just feel like that. 
they've gotten to and it's not that the stories don't progress it's not that the simpson doesn't have you know new storylines and new things but at the end of the day it's still pretty much just the same thing the simpsons is what the simpsons has always been the animation is upgraded you know the storylines are more current but it's still the simpsons have been always what the simpsons have been and i think family guys kind of fallen into that same you know that same uh that same vein because it's like you know uh storyline storyline cutaway joke storyline storyline cutaway joke you know and that's basically family guys formula and it just keeps going that way and so nothing's really changing but you have rick and morty and you know and they have some things that they go back to you know they go back to the well they would go back to the well for their interdimensional cable you know and stuff like that but i feel like at the end of the day they still are progressing their story into a way that it's still fresh because with shows like the simpsons the family guy there's no goal to achieve Right. There's really no direction. Everything is episodic. So at the end of the episode, everything that happened is, you know, pretty much wrapped up because we've seen episodes where, you know, the entire house gets destroyed. But you come back next week. Oh, the house is back. Everything's fine. You know, and there's no explanation as to what happened. Whereas in Rick and Morty, the house gets teleported away and gets put back. And you see six seasons later, the cracks are still in the driveway. Right. And so it's that connective tissue. And I keep saying that, but that connective tissue throughout all of the seasons that i appreciate about rick and morty and so it's different it's not like season one it's not like season two exactly the devil is in the details but it's not like season one it's not like season two on purpose it's purposefully growing it's purposefully progressing and for those people who think that oh well rick and morty is mid now or it sucks now because it's not what they what it was in season one or season two or the earlier seasons and i think for those people you don't understand exactly what's happening with the story because you can't you can't expect rick to be the rick that he is now if he was still acting like the rick that he was in season one right and it's like we really don't even see and i think we've made this comment before we really don't even see rick drinking anymore like it, it's very rare that you might oh, see him drink alcohol. The last time we see him drinking is in the piss match episode when he hits the bar mm-hmm. because he's you know dealing with the fallout of Jerry's getting all the attention and the honor and the praise, right? And he kind of steps away, but yeah, he made a comment earlier in this season. He's like, Oh, when he got sent back home, he's like, Yeah, I used to drink, drink. And, do crystals he was, <laughs> he was out of it man and and again you know why now more so than before yeah and, you know he was dealing with loss he doesn't say what beloved dub dub anymore because bird yeah. person says i'm in great pain is what that translates to but at the same time it was a nice call back to it when they were doing their podcast in the night episode saying they want you to say what beloved dub dub he's like we're not selling out <laughs> not horse. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. But it was a nice callback to that, and I, I think they, they, they may be the masters of callbacks, and 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 there's nothing wrong with that. I just hope that they don't rely on it too much. Rely on it. I don't think I could have said it any better. 
uh, I was going to say something way more complicated, like revisit the well <laughs> many times or something about, you know, fortune cookies that didn't make sense in my mind to say it. But now that you know that I was thinking it, still not going to say it. Rick and Morty, season six, 10 episodes. Is it super? Oh, yeah, without a doubt, it's super. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even going to leave people wondering and, and questioning that. If you're not watching Rick and Morty, I'm questioning why do you even click on to this thumbnail? Because <laughs> they want to watch us. Thank you. <laughs> I hope it was everything that you wanted it to be and even more than what you thought it should have been. Uh, if us. not, they come back next week and we we'll promise it'll be better. And even if it doesn't be better, come back. Then come the back the week. following week. Yeah, just keep, we just keep to... coming back. We're gonna, we're gonna, so, do, you're gonna, you're gonna find are. an episode sooner yeah. or later. You're gonna find an episode that really resonates with you. I promise. So if you're seeing this very sudden cut in the video, we had some technical difficulties, but we we're about to wrap it up anyway. But for Rick and Morty season six, we did both say that it is super and we are definitely looking forward to the next season of it, whenever that may be. But tell us what you thought about Rick and Morty season six. If you watched it, what was your favorite episode? If you had a favorite episode, what do you think is going on with all of these characters? Do you see Rick have some type of redeeming arc coming for him? Or is he going to go back to his old ways in his hunt down for Rick Prime? But again, let us know in the comments. But if you like the video, go ahead, click the like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell so you can be notified when we have new episodes that come out. If you want the audio version of the podcast, just search for All Things Super on any of your major your podcast streaming platforms and if you want to join in on the conversation tweet at us at at superpod and as mr vip frank washington would say we love reading the comments but thank you so much for joining us on all of our rick and morty episodes as well as this rick and morty season review and we will see you in the next episode